Welcome to the True Face Podcast. Hey, guys. Hello, hello. And uh, we continue in our Trust for Today devotional series. And last week we were talking about why we wrote it. One of the things about it is that it's easy to share. And so for one more week, we wanted to give you the opportunity to get a 15% discount if you are a podcast listener. And so that discount code is podcast15. And you can go to, uh, is it trueface.store? Yep. Or you can get there from trueface.org. Um and then go to store. But um, that, and uh, also, last week we talked about the version uh, seven-week devotional that's free for you to kind of sample. And we've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe even over a thousand, um, get on there and start going through that. We've actually had over a thousand completed by now, which is awesome. So, I always start those things and don't finish. So good on you guys. Nicely done. And that is so fun for us. But also, uh, since it's free, um, that's a really good opportunity for you as well. So we want to give you the opportunity to keep sharing that as you want to. And that's in a really good way, as well as this discount. Also, if you guys are just those people, I don't understand you, but I have some friends that are this way, that they just hate physical copies of things and want everything to be electronic. Great. There's an ebook. Do that. Yeah. I love having the actual book in my yeah. hand. It just makes it different for me. But I know some people that they need it to be electronic. So Plus, this one's so pretty. Yes, it is pretty. So pretty. So, um, and also, um, when, you know, when you're writing this, it's interesting. Some of the ladies do pod, do devotionals um, and have done devotionals. And a lot of the men, um, that's not maybe part of their daily routine. Just has never been interesting to them. And um I shared a a quote last week from um, a review, but there were two that caught my eye that I wanted to share for those of you that are like, I will never do a devotional because insert your reason. Um, But this customer said, this is one of the first devotional books I've tried in a very long time. I'm familiar with the True Face Ministries work in spreading the great news of God's grace, so I decided to give this one a try. This book is a great daily reminder of that grace. I'm challenged, encouraged, and I experience God's love from every page. I love sitting down... with breakfast and reading it. Um, I'm looking forward to a morning devotional time for the first time in my life. Awesome. Whoever you are, that's super exciting. Yeah. You want to see the power of a review to like actually help people know if something would be helpful to them. Right. Awesome. So if you like this, please review it on Amazon and help someone else think about why they might like it. That'd be cool. Absolutely. Uh, Today we are uh, wandering into August in the devotional and it's uh, why we plant trees. And Bree is going to read that for us. All right. Why plant trees? There's a man named Garth who moved to West Africa years ago for a job with the radio ministry. When he arrived, the ministry bought a large section of poorly managed land, and Garth started doing something bizarre. He began planting trees. Methodically, carefully, he planted thousands each year in this area. A few years later, difficult times came, and it seemed likely that he would lose his radio job. His future in the country became questionable. Still, He humbly kept planting trees. An amazing thing began to happen. In this rebirthed forest, hundreds of species began returning to the refuge of his trees. People from nearby areas began to tend and care for the growing forest alongside Garth. A healthy, thriving ecosystem started to emerge. Many people would have stopped planting trees when the future looked rocky. They might even have packed up, but Garth continued to invest in the future of others, even if it might not be his future. So keep planting. Others will need your trees. Philippians 2 four. And that verse is, um, so Philippians two, four, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. 
this uh, story is real and true, but it's also a metaphor that I strongly hold to. Uh, it's not an easy thing for me to continue to quote unquote plant trees when I think things aren't going well or they won't go well. And I don't necessarily, for me, always need it to be for me that they go well, but I definitely need to know that it's going to go well. And as I heard this story, it is one of the things that has inspired me along with in Matthew, in the message, there's this section called working in his orchard. And it's all about why we work and the beauty of it, no matter the outcome and no matter who it's for, that it's for God. And it really started to help me to think through why do I do what I do? What is my purpose? And why would I let anyone stop me from doing wonderful, lovely things if I have it in my power to do them? That is what I want my life to be about. And I forget this every day on the daily, maybe by the minute. And so I, when I say this is so inspiring to me, it's because I need that inspiration because this isn't my default. Yeah, it's hard to keep being faithful and, and keep working and keep investing in anything in, I mean, and that could, that could be a job. Um, that could be a hobby that could be a friendship or a relationship. Um, when we don't know what the future looks like and when it specifically looks rocky, like it says in this, it's really hard to keep investing, um, to keep being present, to keep, um, giving our energy and our time and our attention into something when we don't know how it will go. Um, because our, I feel like our first instinct is self-preservation of, you know, how am I going to protect myself? How am I going to plan for if this goes poorly for me? Um, and to just to keep investing, not for yourself, but for other people, that's hard, but it's so good. Um, when I was in grad school, my uh, program director who started the program, um, she found out that she had gotten a, another position at a different university much higher up. Um, and so she was going to be leaving the program. And she worked so hard to keep planting trees in our program and keep taking care of us as students and keep invested and and plan for the future of the course so that the next director would have as easy time as possible. And that wasn't going to really give her glory, but it was something that she cared so much about that even though she wasn't going to be a part of it anymore, she still, she still planted trees. She still invested. Um, and on the flip side of that, in that same time of life, I think about, you know, I was in some, I did grad school in England and I knew I was going to only be there for that one year. Their programs are 12 months. And so I didn't really invest in my church community there. I went to church. I didn't really invest in getting to know people because, you know, I I could see the end of it. I knew that it wasn't going to pan out or whatever. Um, and who knows how it might have blessed me or blessed other people or been part of the kingdom if I had decided, you know what, I'm here right now, so I'm going to invest mm-hmm. right now with what I have instead of really just looking for my own interests and and kind of going off of that. So it's, it's a, people use it a lot. And maybe some of you think it's cheesy, but I really just still love it. That whole phrase of bloom where you're planted of wherever you are, wherever you find yourself, be there and invest there until that's not true anymore. And yeah, that's a good dichotomy you make Brittany, because sometimes it is time to move on 
And there are things I, I've stopped doing three things officially in the last year that I believed I needed to stop doing, but I didn't have to stop investing in those people or those friendships. And so I haven't stopped doing that with the people that were important to me. And I've had some really sweet times out of that, even though it was time for me to stop doing a number of things and not be a part officially of a certain number of things. Hard to know, but those two don't necessarily have to. Yeah. Yeah, we're not saying at all that you you have to stay in there until nope. the Lord moves you. Nope. Um, but wherever you are, if it is where you are in the moment, then, you know, give it your all and, and be invested. And um, even if you get called to move on, then you'll leave where you were, hopefully, a, a better place and um, with more trees. <laughs> I find it so easy for me to say yes to the people that I'm choosing to say yes to. So my close friends, my family, uh, you know, just people that I really, really enjoy. It's easy for me to jump in, invest, and dig deeper. Um, This year, the Lord has just put it on me to have eyes to see people who are not necessarily in my inner circle, but to still invest in people who I necessarily wouldn't choose to spend time with. And yet, these are people who I think sometimes we all have people who kind of rotate in our lives every year, every six months that they're there. And, um, and I think the Lord is just wanting me to say yes to these people. And I don't know why, I don't know what will come of it. Um, but the people that I still can choose to invest in, um, I see this so often as well in like student ministry and people who are in ministry or volunteer who they're doing it for others. And so often we'll never get to see the benefits or see the growth or maturity or see what the Lord's doing fully. Um, we get to see small glimpses of it in the moments that we get to spend with these people. But um, the Lord sees the bigger picture and he allows us to be part of those small moments, um, those immediate moments. Brittany talked about earlier, um, it's not always the grand scheme, but just that next step, that next yes that you get to be a part of someone else's life, not knowing the future, not knowing what's to come. We're not promised that, but we can be a part of it to see it. Yeah. And David, David knows Garth. And so he told us just a little bit of other details. And what I found really encouraging was that Garth, he first started the planting those trees as a fire break for a practical reason, for something that he had seen be beneficial and so thought, okay, we should do this. He didn't think that this all was going to happen. He just thought, this is a good thing, and I want to do this, and, you know, maybe the fire break is for me living here. Maybe it's not, but it's still a good thing to do. And then there was a next good thing to do after that, and a next good thing after that. There were were all these steps. It wasn't that he was like, I'm going to create this wonderful, thriving ecosystem, and this is how I'm going to do it. He just said yes to, like Bree just said, the small moments of, you know, feeling in whatever way, like the Lord wants you to have coffee with someone and you don't know why you don't see why it's going to benefit you or even why it's going to benefit them. But you feel like this is, this is a good thing that I'm being asked to do. And you know, Brie, you may never see all of the, the edges of those or any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Lord does crazy things with one phrase that one person says at yeah. just the right time that changes the course of that person's life or someone else in their life and and we just don't know so it's not about seeing the big huge benefits of what you're doing but it's about saying yes to the small good things Mm -hmm. even if you're not sure why it's going to benefit you or others but you feel like it's a good thing that god's asking you to do 
even in the middle of uncertainty and even in the middle of not knowing if if you're going to be where you are. We know that God does not promise us good circumstances. And so the fact that we have gone about doing good things doesn't mean that that, that, that forest won't now burn down or something. And so there's not there's no guarantee mm-hmm. but i love that god doesn't need to guarantee good circumstances or good outcomes for him to have been with you and for him to be growing you and for him to be even with you in the grief of a dream that dies is maybe one of the sweeter things we get on earth just because of the difficulty and how much we need god in that moment So we try not to downplay any of the hard or or pretend like because we do good things, good outcomes will always come. That's not the point of this. The point is the sweetness of Jesus as our source in the midst of the things that are too hard to bear. And then the surprise that he brings about of things that we never could have thought would come to be. And his faithfulness gets to be a part of our faithfulness. It's not because we're faithful that God's faithful. God is always faithful. We get to participate in that often when we're faithful and sometimes when we're not. And so we just remember that Jesus is the purpose for everything that we're doing. And trust for today is on Jesus. So um, Mm -hmm. we want to remind you that at True Face, we absolutely are saying Jesus is your source and Jesus is the answer. And his grace is how we want to live. Uh, Not about grace in and of itself. It's about Jesus. So, Yeah. And it's, it's that trust in Jesus that allows us to do the next small good. Trusting that it might go really badly, it might go well. We might not ever see if it went well or or poorly. You know, it might just be completely neutral, and we get to trust that He's working with our our good efforts, with our bad efforts, with our good days and bad days, and you know, we get to trust that He's got it and He's planning. Mm-hmm. So we get to try to be faithful. We get to try to do good things, and He's got it covered. Yeah. Well, spring is a coming, and so. Uh... Go plant some trees. (laughs) See you next week on the True Face Podcast.